the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 102 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 11. Um, I'm Liam, and I'm 9. And it is yet another snow day here on Hoth. Um, you know, <laughs> that's the thing about living on Hoth, is that every day is a snow day. And uh, we live in Hoth, on Hoth, apparently. Um, or so maybe, don't uh, have to go to school because every day is a snow day. Yeah. Or maybe that snow planet where the, uh, the convex is on, on solo, which, uh, we know we have ver- verification, the name of that planet. And we'll get to <gasps> that later in the episode no, today. Don't tell me now. Later. Fine. Gotta wait for it. Fine. Yeah. So another snow day in Minnesota, also known as Hoth. This is the snowiest April on record in Minnesota. Seriously? We've had the most snow, and it's and we're only halfway into April, so uh, we already beat the record for the amount of snowfall in April. And uh, you know, who knows? It might not might not stop here. I thought it a was a lot of snow out there. I thought it was um, global warming. <laughs> well, so why is there so much snow? Well, global climate change, right? Is a, uh, is a yeah, better way to think about that. And warming doesn't necessarily mean that it's you know always warmer all the time in every climate right it was also a little bit warmer than it was yesterday out today Mm. it was actually pretty good out there and if you look at the temperature as a whole right and you average it out it is warmer than it was you know 10 years ago right but uh more warmth means different weather patterns than we're used to right Uh and uh it might mean less snow some years it might mean more snow other years so it, it, it just kind of uh, messes with the, the weather patterns and the, and the cl- overall climate. So, yeah. Uh, so global climate change is a real thing, and it is real, and, and global warming is what we can call it also, even though on days like today, on months like this month... We think it's not the it warming. It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it does not feel like it sometimes in Minnesota. Yeah, so, you know, we're here on a snow day again. And and a Monday. This is the second time the snow day has fallen on our regular recording day, which is kind of nice. I like it. Yeah, it is nice. So we're going to talk about a bunch of solo stuff uh, this episode. But first, let's talk about some Star Warsy stuff that we've been up to. Um, what did we watch today, Liam? Freemaker Adventures Season 2, Episode 1 and 2. Yeah, we've watched that so far today. And we might watch number 3, possibly. Yeah, we'll probably get to number 3. Uh, we did not watch those as they came out. I think Season 1 we ended up catching as it was coming out, but uh, Season 2 kind of got away from us, and then we thought, well, let's just we wait till then. We Episode 1 of Freemaker's Adventures, and then, we were, and then there was like another thing that we were watching or something. Mm, and then we, yeah, and then by the time we wanted so to watch it again, all the episodes weren't available online. Anyway, so now we got the DVD from the library, and we're watching Freemaker's Season 2. So far, um, I like good. it. I don't like it as much as Season 1. It's not as funny. Season one was very funny, and I feel like um, I'm waiting for the return of Grabala the Hut because uh, he's my one of pretty much my favorite part of Freemakers. So. My favorite part of Freemakers, Emperor Palpatine. He's Palpatine's so funny. funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He's like uh, Reginald uh, uh, Rowan, uh, or he says like she says his name a bunch of times wrong. Eh, I'm never gonna get that one right, am I? <laughs> right. 
Yeah, so that's been fun. Liam, you and I are well into the third book in the Servants oh of the gosh, Empire series, which you're so really liking. Good. Uh, there's still a lot left to go. Book four is going to mm. blow your mind. Yeah. Book four, four is going to blow your mind. I don't know. We'll have to see. Oh, so the rebels. You mean like the ghost crew? (laughs) Yeah. Is the ghost crew in it? Uh, Possibly. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) If you can actually see on the cover of the book, which you've probably seen, they are Uh, on the cover. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a spoiler on the cover of that book, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah. So it's really great. Uh, Really loving that series. I think um, we talked about maybe getting the Adventures in Wild Space series and getting that, uh, buying that for the Nook app that you could read on your Kindle. Read them over the summer, I think, yeah. So, and they're only like four bucks, I think. Each book is only four dollars on the Nook app, so I think we'll do that. Uh, Non-Star Wars-y stuff, Anna, we've been watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe. By the time we watch Thor Ragnarok, which will probably be by the end of next week, Mm Mm-hmm. Then we will have watched every single movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that has come out. Yeah. And I am so, like, it's crazy. Yeah, so, and we are watching all of those movies so that when Infinity War comes out, we can go to it. And And we can actually understand it all. (laughs) I saw the the trailer, I was like, this makes so much more sense. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, really enjoying watching all of those movies with the kids. Some of them we've seen before, some we hadn't. Um, Ragnarok is one that I still haven't seen, so I'm really looking forward to watching that one. And then we'll be all caught up, because, unfortunately, Black Panther is not coming out on Blu-ray before Infinity War. But we got to see that in the theater, so yeah, we're good to go. Yeah, before we... Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Gosh, it's gonna be so sad. Infinity War is gonna be so sad. I know. If if <laughs> I, I have a feeling Captain America's gonna say I can do this all day, I'm gonna cheer at the top of my lungs <laughs> if he does. All right. Or if there's a joke about language. language. Yes. Steve doesn't like that language. I actually do I actually say that a lot. Mm, yeah. He does. <laughs> like I said language in this Jason Isbell song, she's like Steve, Steve doesn't, doesn't like, like that language. language. Mm. But I'm like, it's kinda getting more and like it's kind of getting boring. Like, you just say it over and over and over again. Mm, is it played? Is that a yeah, played it out? Just, yeah. You've, you've said it enough, yeah. I think. That happens when we repeat things. It gets played out. There's a, there's a line that was said in college a lot that got played out. That people might not want to hear about. It's funny because it sounds like taco. What? <laughs> That's a joke for one person. And maybe two. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Move along. We have a lot of news to get to, so let's get to it. So yesterday, on Sunday, a new solo TV commercial dropped on the internet. And uh, we're going to give it a watch right now. So I'll turn There's the volume down a little stuff. bit. There's quite a bit of new stuff. There's some repeating stuff. We it starts off with the convex and so and Han saying one, two, three or no three two one right. Three two one now, right. And then we see the big explosion. So we kind of see the convex, the train sort of heist, and this big explosion that probably has to do with that too. And then we see Han and Chewie on this kind of catwalk looking thing. 
which I'm assuming is on that same planet. It looks yeah, kind of snowy in the background. They're bundled up. And but Chewie's not bundled up. Well, <laughs> Chewie's but not. You're cold? Still, yeah. That's exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Yes, that's so, exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> so. So. What's your name anyway? There, Han What's Solo. Your name anyway? What's your name anyway? And then Chewie answers. Now, I think we are able to place the train heist in the timeline of this movie. Because we see a ton of Chewie in this trailer. In all of the trailers, right? We see a lot of Chewie. Mm-hmm. This is more than likely, you know, very early on after they've met. Wait, 945? What is it? Well, how old is he again? How old is oh, he? Oh, no, he's, hundred and, he's 190, right? Yeah. 190? You look great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, then, then in, in The Force Awakens, he'd mm. be like 230 or something. Yep. 235, something like that, yep. Yep. Um, So, I'm kind of confused, because that, I don't think that's Kessel. We know that Kessel is kind of a, uh, you know, kind of a brown planet, sort of deserty looking planet. Uh, We know that from Rebels. So, I don't know. I just don't know what to think anymore. Um, Maybe they were just together a bunch, and he had never asked him his name. Who knows? But, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll find out in... Or a month and ten days. A month and ten Maybe days. Maybe he rescues him in a ship or something. Hmm. Oh. It sounded kind of like Chewie. Yeah. Or Chewie. Chewie. So, so then we see some images we've seen before. Some Dryden Voss stuff, and uh, you know Han and Chewie looking at the Falcon. Big shot gangster putting together crew. You think everything sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> everything so sounds like a bad Chewie idea. Chewie thinks everything sounds like a bad idea. Do you, Hans, do you think we hear Han's theme song in this? Yeah, not in this trailer, no. Do I don't think we've heard... I don't think we're hearing any music from the actual movie yet in oh, these trailers. Oh, I like this music. That you kind of like the guitar. Yeah. And the... Okay. Yeah. Well, it's good trailer music. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to watch a whole movie with that music in it, but we'll see. We'll see. I wouldn't mind a little bit of guitar, some electric guitar in this movie. Um, Is that like half of what Chewie says whenever (laughs) Han says something and Chewie says, that's a bad idea? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. So then we get this shot of this uh, really tall ship. I was right. There is that ship that was... uh, We don't know if it's a ship. Well, sure, it's flying through the sky. So it's an upright ship that looks like a wing that's just kind of going up and down, right? And the the planet we see the yeah. ship on bef- on before this, right, is the kind of the desert-looking planet, but with a big ocean, right? Now, it's possible that's the same planet. No. Right? Because different so. planets, like most planets, like our planet, have different climates. But this is Star Wars, and... I'm going to say it's Beckett's, it's Beckett's ship. That's yeah, my, no, that's, that's what I think too. That's my guess. It looks like um, the Dark Elves in Thor. Oh, yeah, kind of like Thor, the Dark Elf ship. The Dark oh, yeah, World, right. yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, good it's point, Liam. Yeah. So, yeah, 
uh, probably Beckett's ship because Beckett is uh, in on that train heist also, and we see it on the the snowy planet where the train heist takes place. You also see it on the so spaceship. All right, a lot of repeat uh, repeat stuff here. We see some kind of, oh yeah, some new shots here. So we see the Falcon again in that big scene. This must be, I don't know, this must be just the first scene that they completed, right? It looks like a So we see a lightning. lot of, yeah, there's lightning in this cloud. It could be a force portal or something. Force portal, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, see these then we see like this really ties. quick shot. Quick of shots these droids. of two like, droids. Like, it's so quick. Like, one second. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know that there's a toy coming out. We're going to look at it in a minute called Droid uh, Droid Fight, or Fighting Droids, right? So possibly there's a scene where there's, like, people are betting, maybe, on fighting droids to see who would win. There's droid fights. I'm assuming that's what these droids are all about here. Because uh, we see, like, a gong Well, yeah, totally. A gong droid could totally win. He just, he just like, jumps on someone and blows but, up in their face. And that's funny, but we actually, one of those fighting droids that we see is a gonk droid. Why? One of those fighting toy droids. I don't know. Do, do they have, it's like, stable. arms that can shoot down? I think there are, like, chainsaw arms on the gonk droid. <laughs> <laughs> so, Star Wars. so these really quick shots in this trailer. Um, we also have a shot of the littler, the littler member of Enfys Nest's crew, right? Mm-hmm. The the small person, uh, and it looks uh, like he, he, he doesn't know if he is holding. If they have a mustache, I can't tell. Can't or is that tell. just the fur of the coat? They got some fur of the coat, and then and there's like shooting this a hair. rocket launcher. Looks like there is some sort of fight with Enfys Nest's crew because uh, these people, I'm assuming, are all part of that crew. And uh, after that missile fire, we get some some more ties in the. The big vortex-looking thing, and we see this light in the distance, which could be that same weird light that we couldn't quite understand what it was that the Falcon was flying beside. Remember that? For some that reason, this trailer? reminds me that this part just reminds me of the episode of Rebels. Mm. It reminds me of that void thing mm. in Rebels. Mm-hmm. That one episode. The episode with Zeb, and it has that really cool music. Yeah. Yeah, and they're sort of has like, like a, the spiritual kind of vibe a vortex thing. looking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good point. Um, don't want to spoil it, so we won't say much more than that. But yeah, and then we have this card shuffler who looks like he has a tiny pan on his eye. Tiny pan on his eye. It okay, looks like yeah. a tiny frying pan, which like the frying part is like in his eye, and then it's sticking, and then the part mm-hmm. that you hold it on is like sticking out. Yeah. To um towards his other eye. I sure. thought that was his nose. <laughs> so, so we have a name for this nose. uh for this person. Uh, Pablo Hidalgo has said on Twitter. Ooh, his name's Pablo. No. That would be cool. That would be cool. But no, Pablo Hidalgo said on Twitter that his name is Saucerhead. Yeah, that there's that's another Miller and Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yep, definitely. Yep. He said that uh, that that like was Therm Scissor Punch. Therm Scissor Punch. That's he he said he couldn't bring it he couldn't bring himself to change the name. That that's what the name was in the production notes, right? Because maybe they didn't have like a character name for him yet. And when it came to naming this character, Pablo just said, I'm just gonna keep keep it. Saucerhead. His <laughs> name is Saucerhead. Yeah, so he's shuffling cards, and then we see, um, I think, Han pushing some credits across the table, mm-hmm. and we get another really clear shot that could of be a Kira too. 
That could be Kira. Because we isn't Kira's shirt like blue or something? Yeah, maybe. It's a little bluish or black. We got another really clear shot of a uh, Mythosaur logo on, on a coin, right? I, I don't know what this does. It looks like a tiny stick. It does not look like credits. No, it's not it a credit. Like it must be something that they're gambling with, though, right? Maybe there are different types of credits, or maybe this is this thing is worth a bunch of money, right? Yeah, that's probably so, it. That's what I thought. It's like, yeah. Or something. And we got Lando whistling, and then we have Lando putting his cards down, and then because I just love the sound of this, I'm gonna I'm gonna back it up and just the sound of Han clicking his cards on the table. He shows him to Chewie, and Chewie's just like, oh. <laughs> that is the most human I have ever sound I've ever heard Chewie sound. I mean, that is like, that's just, that's just me going, oh, it actually, it reminds me a lot of, of our friend Tony, who says that he wants a Wookiee movie where the Wookiees speak English. uh, (laughs) That was my initial reaction too, Anna. He just wants them to speak English. And then whenever like, like, I tried to keep in, he's dead serious. He's dead serious. And he thinks it would work. Because you could have them yeah. speak in English to each other just so that we can understand. It is assumed that they're if speaking. If it was a Wookiee, mo- it'd be so boring because everybody would just be saying, Yes, that's the Chris, that's the holiday special. The Star Wars holiday special is like that. But they right? would want to make a Wookiee movie, but they can because they don't speak English. So what Tony's saying is that you could have them speak in English to each other. And then if like another character is around who speaks English or basic as it's known in Star Wars, uh... Then instead of speaking Sherwook, which is the name of the Wookiee language, instead of speaking Sherwook, uh, or no, they would speak Sherwook instead of English when an English speaker is around, right? <laughs> so basically it would flip. It would flip. And then you could do subtitles, right? But whenever like a person who speaks English or basic is not around, then the Wookiees would just speak in, really in English so we could understand. I really hope they don't do <laughs> subtitles for Chewie. They've ne- it's nothing they've ever done before. Subtitles there's never been, Chewie. you're right, there's never been subtitles for Chewie. It's just because really all the, like, his human companions have, like, said, like, like, Chewie roars, really, you're cold, so basically we just, right. we just basically know that he just said, I'm cold. Yes. And all or would, I'm freezing or something. And all it would take is one English speaker in a Wookiee-centric movie to do something like that when it's needed, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of times you might be able to understand what they're saying. But if you watch that holiday special, it is impossible to know. Like, there's whole (laughs) scenes where Mala is speaking to Lumpy, and it's just, she's just going, and, like, Lumpy's like, oh, I want to play. And Mala's like, no, you got to clean your room, I think. I don't know. But it's really (laughs) hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. I want to watch it. We never finished watching it that one time. Oh, maybe. We watched the first five minutes. That's about as far as I can get. All right, let's watch the rest of this trailer. jump off that cliff thing. (laughs) Yeah. I've got a really good feeling about this, Han says. And that's it. So that's the end of the trailer. Didn't see much new there. So did you see something new, Anna? There was. Yeah. What was new there? Oh, I mean mean at the very end. Um, This very end part. It was just Han saying, I've got a really good feeling about this, right? So, one thing that I saw on Twitter uh, today is a person by the name of Rob Bredow, 
apologies if I'm mispronouncing that last name. He works for ILM, right? Which does all the visual effects on Star Wars movies. And he says, I genuinely love the phase of the film where you finish shots on a Friday and the internet sees it on Sunday. So there are things in this trailer that they just finished doing on Friday. And we saw it two days later on the internet, like on TV. So cool. Yeah. And then we got a little bit of information about how long Solo is. Um, The movie, according to Kong... I think is how you pronounce it. The film festival. Um, so there's like this big film festival. That's where Solo is going to be premiering on May 15th at this fancy schmancy film festival. But fancy yeah, according to them, the runtime, how long it is, is two hours and 15 minutes. So 15 minutes less than The Last Jedi. Yeah. Which is pretty normal I for a movie these days. I thought it was more around two hours. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of was expecting this. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, keeping with our solo theme here, a ton of toys were put up on StarWars.com. They, uh, and I kind of went through and I picked out the ones that are of interest, I think, or tell us more about the story of Solo. Um, because there's a lot of, you know, Han Solo bobblehead, whatever. We don't need to look at that, you know. <laughs> um, but there are some things, even bobbleheads, that actually tell us about, you know, some idea of what is going to happen in this movie. And uh, I love thinking about what's going to happen in this movie. So let's look at these. Uh, this one we saw on the Star Wars show. But uh, we're going to talk about it here, too. Uh, fighting droids. So this is like a two-pack of fighting droids. So we have a gonk droid-looking thing with some arms that looks look like deadly. looks like a cool Minecraft hat, too. It looks like a Minecraft hat for some reason. A Minecraft what? It looks like he's wearing a Minecraft hat. Oh, a hat. Okay. They said a, a tat. Yeah, like, over He's over got here. a Minecraft tattoo on Like, there. he has, yeah. like, he has that thing up there, but that sure. looks like light from Minecraft or something. Okay. So I think there's a droid fight. I think in the the full-length trailer, we see maybe the flash of a droid fight. We see L3, um, or no, we see Han and Kira walking toward something that flashes in the background in this kind of bar establishment. It's kind of like this fence. Yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, um, back when I was in college, there was a show on, I believe, Comedy Central, which is like a comedy you know, TV station, but, um, they had a, a robot fight TV show where different people would design, they would design robots, right. That they would remote control, um, That's you really know, cool. and they would fight each other. So like these robots would have like huge saw blades on them and, and big hammers and stuff <laughs> and they would, and they would fight, you know, and of course, you know, people would control them. With remote controls and, and stuff. And their robot that they worked eight hours on might get smashed. Yes, totally. But if they win, they get money. Exactly. Right? Yep, yep. So. And uh, we saw that in uh, Big Hero yeah, 6. Yeah, that's, right? yeah, that's, that's yeah. what yeah. I was thinking of. Same when <laughs> yep. you said that. Yep. It's the only so. reason I know. <laughs> At the beginning. It is. These are like, you know, cute little pop. Pop vinyl, uh, you know, figurines. We have some more pop vinyl. Uh, two-pack of Han and Chewie. And uh, Han looks really dirty. Han is dirty. Chewie looks sad, and they are connected at the ankle by what? a chain. They are like cuffed together, basically, right? So there's a chain, yeah, they are. and there's a cuff on Chewie's foot and a cuff around Han's foot, 
and they're chained together. So are oh, they? Oh, we see him. <laughs> maybe, maybe he goes to rescue Chewie. Gets in mm-hmm. jail. Gets put in jail. Gets um, mm. escaped out of jail by Kira and Beckett. Mm. Then he joins the team, <laughs> and then him and Chewie, and then yeah. Or wait, 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 or he wait, and Chewie no, get no, caught no. together. In that train no, 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 no. heist. Maybe okay, they get okay, caught. Okay, okay. that's know. what we see. We mm. see him. In that little thing, they say, "What's your name?" Mm-hmm. And he says, or something. He mm-hmm. says something. Yeah, yeah. But they it's open like the slit. A cage thing. Mm. When they open the slit, oh, they're in a cage. Like, yeah, oh. he's in a cage. That, that's what I said. That's what I said. Oh. Yeah, he looks like he's in so a cage. trailer. I was mm-hmm. like, he could be in jail too. Could be. Could be. So then we see. Uh, so th- that's a pop vinyl two pack, also, right? But now we're getting into like the action figures, action figures, and we have Han and it's Chewie, broken chain, and they're they have the cuffs around their ankles still, but the chain is broken. And still dirty and they look very dirty and muddy which makes yeah. you think mimban yeah mimban so they're maybe they're on a mimban prison and they get broken out maybe all right we have some more action figures rebolt i love just uh, figuring this stuff <laughs> out it's fun. so fun it's pretty fun uh we have some action figures uh rebolt and corellian hound. hound it's on the cover of the freaky yeah we've Solo. seen the corellian hound yeah rebolt is um assuming someone who works with uh, Moloch, who we also see with Corellian Hounds in a Lego set that we're going to see. So yeah. these are probably like bad people in Han Solo's youth, right? Uh-huh. Or maybe he works for them, or maybe he's There's working against them. The, the Corellian Hound has a cage to go in, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Lando and Kessel Guard. Which also has a giant turret, like Han a, and Chewie with the broken chain did. A big turret, yeah, which who knows if that's in the movie or not, but... Um, because a lot of times they just add, they add really cool weapons, you know, so you can play with them a certain way. But, uh, but yeah, Kessel Guard, and that looks like no one we've seen in any trailer yet. Nope. So, yeah. Uh, 12-inch Patrol Trooper, so we have a new name of a trooper here. Kind of a black and white Stormtrooper. That looks really cool. I Uh, love that outfit. It looks so cool, I think. Yeah. So... That one might be the type of trooper who would ride a patrol bike on Corellia, is my assumption. Uh, we got a pretty good, uh, yeah, bike. pretty good image of a mud trooper here. Actually, when you look at them up close, they kind of look cool. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so there's a Lego set of Moloch's speeder. So it's Moloch cool. is this cool. His looking, I'm assuming, I'm assuming alien with a, with like a, um, what does the head look like? Uh, like a bunch of kind of rags around the head, but then the face, oh, kind of looks like, um, Gorindon a little bit, right? Kind of has a snout There's almost. The, the spy on Tatooine. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Has a snout kind of, but here we see Corellian yeah, hounds also. Familiar. Do we see him in like the car- training guards or something? The um, name Moloch sounds super. Funny. Yes, the Mo, Mo, there was an image of Moloch in the Denny's trading cards. Yep, and and the Corellian Hounds come with this Lego set, so I'm assuming Moloch and Rebolt. I'm assuming is this Rebolt? is Rebolt also. Yeah, it's like same here. Um, yeah, so I'm assuming those are you know part of the criminal underworld of of uh, Corellia, and we see this speeder in that speeder chase. Moloch, uh, are they gonna sit? Yeah, who knows? That's a good question. <laughs> I think it's a one-person speeder. Oh, no, you can see there's seats right here. Yeah, anyway. Um, so there's this card game that's coming out. I don't think it's Sabak, but it's like a card game that you can buy and play. Uh, and there were some images from this card game that gave some information away about vehicle names. 
so we have Imperial Heavy TIE Fighter. So those are those TIEs with like the two kind of compartments that we see in that big vortex looking fight in the trailer. It's a heavy TIE Fighter. Uh, we have Patrol Speeder. So that's like that bike that must have been chasing Han on Corellia. Right, yeah. and the patrol trooper is the one who probably rides the patrol speeder. Uh, so remember, we were talking about those new ATST-looking sort of walkers on Mimban. Yeah. Uh, in that full-length trailer, that is an ATDT walker. Oh. ATDT. When you said ATD, I was like ATDP. What? DT. I don't know what that stands for. I'm not sure. Uh, something called coaxium. I have no idea what, what? that could be. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm Imperial no TIE Fighter, of course. Um, and then Imperial Arrestor Cruiser. So I'm not sure what's that all, what that's but all about. But really cool. Uh, it's about Han and Chewie getting caught in chains, I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh Arrestor. Like oh, one who arrests. Yeah, um, Arrestor. I don't think that's what that word means <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh arrest no we ha i don't think we've seen that that ship in the trailer at all it looks a new... really cool yeah it's based on an old ralph mccrory design i know that um i don't remember what the ship was originally supposed to be Star i think it was maybe, Star, maybe like a communications ship or something like that i can't remember hmm. so those are just a few things that we learned from the toys right i mean that's the big stuff I pulled out of the toy, all the toy reveal. And, you know, there's no Force Friday this year or anything like that. For... So I can't win another giant pork. I can't win another giant pork. <laughs> there is a big porg pop, apparently, like an oversized pop vinyl porg that people are hunting for that are at some targets that if, I, if, I'm ever, if I'm at Target and I see it, I might just buy it because it's like people are driving all around trying to find this thing and they can't find it. So I don't know if that means it's going to be worth money or not. But anyway... Um, Big pork pop. for a lot then. Yeah, maybe. Um, Empire Magazine has a solo issue coming out later this week. And the cover of this, uh, the subscriber cover, I should say, for this issue is art by Dan Mumford, who did those AMC IMAX 3D posters that we got from The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. That um, really cool art yeah, style. Yeah, really cool. And it's of, of like the Star Destroyer chasing the falcon through this big vortex looking thing that looks oh, i just love that art style i love it so much not a lot of info yet from this empire magazine story but they have released a couple new images and one of them is of han hanging off the convex and uh empire magazine says it's a shot of han on the snow battered planet of vandor so we know that the name of that planet vandor is vandor for a second i thought that was an ocean it looks oh, like an ocean. It does look like water say, down there, yeah. It a big wave. It's like it's splashing up yeah. on the rocks. But. So, one shot of Han, and they gave us another shot of Dryden Voss. And, uh, yep, just a shot of Dryden Voss. With, um, some, uh, <laughs> um, with some, uh, uh, Mandalorian armor in the background. Yep. Yeah. That, that's a, a really big head, I gotta say. It just looks like a really big head. A big Mandalorian head? Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Wait, that, does he have those scars Is that a costume or someone actually He does there? have oh, scars yeah, on his it's face. It's just hard to see. Um, is that a costume or is someone actually in there? That's the question, Liam. Uh, what if it is someone and they... It's like... <laughs> yeah. Most people are assuming 
that this is a costume because we see that yeah. Dryden Voss is a collector, right? We, yeah, we've seen that in other images. If he it has, was Boba Fett, I'd be like, cool, we see Boba Fett in Lon- I don't think we're going to see Boba Fett in Lon- Solo movie. You don't think we so? We don't. All right. I think they showed him in the trailer by now. So It's not like... Um, Han Solo's story with Boba Fett. That's not what it's about. Yeah. It's more like Han Solo's story with the Empire. They might be saving it. They might be saving it for the movie. You never know. Um, so this is this is Mandalorian armor, though, right? I mean, the weapons don't look necessarily Mandalorian that are beside the armor, but it could be they like do look cool, though. like ancient Mandalorian or older, or it could you be know? Like or it could be like city Mandalorian. Mm, who knows? Now, is this his armor? I no. mean, is he from Mandalore? Is that no. his, his origin? We don't know anything about nope. this guy. <laughs> no. Anna says no. No. Liam? I don't think so. Is Dryden Voss Mandalorian? What do you think? I don't know. <sighs> maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. But maybe not. <laughs> so I was looking at my Topps Card Trader app, and there was a new update. And the update included uh, some images from solo so there's new solo trading cards that you can get in the card trader app and regular ones too oh yeah you can get regular ones too but uh the nice thing about the card trader app is that it doesn't make you you don't have to actually like get the card in order to see all of the cards so i was able to look at all of the cards that are available and find the han solo ones uh or the the ones that are from solo a star wars story so we have a full body image of L337, which we have not quite gotten a good Their glimpse legs are, of. Or that the legs are too, way too long. Her legs are long, and they're in two sides. There's something about these legs. like They have knees. Oh, what is it, though? There's knees. They bend. Sure, but, oh, maybe that's it. There's something very familiar about this, about those legs, and I cannot put my finger on it. Oh! I know, Liam, what I know is exactly. It? What is the it? feet look like the growl walkers. A little. Oh, the feet? The feet kind of look like the, the, the yeah, growl walkers? They're different. They're not symmetrical. I see what you well, mean. The I legs think... look kind of like the... Well, we're seeing what the inside of the foot looks like on this leg, and this leg we're seeing from the outside of the foot. I know, but, but there's nothing sticking out. Mm, like but I do yeah, that's true. Mean, Daddy. They do look really familiar. There's something about the shape yeah. of the sections... That that makes me like it's something from my childhood, and I can't place my finger on it. I thought maybe it was like a, from a, a transformer or possibly a Gobot, which is the it knockoff Transformers. of Transformers. If anyone has an idea, let me know. What is it about this image? What does it remind me of? Maybe a Swiss Army knife. Um, oh, you know, I can yeah. see the knife coming out, kind of. That's so it kind of looks like a little Swiss Army knife. Is that a, it even has slits in it. Yeah. So anyway, just a really cool like image. Maybe they are a fighter bot, a fighter, but she's a fighter bot, and like giant knives come out of it, and she just <laughs> kicks, and they like stab into robots. That'd be awesome. So we got a good image of L3, a really cool image oh, of... Oh, that's so cool. ...of Enfys Nest. Which, she's by looking, the way, is our her. She's looking magnificent. Why Why can't you show us her legs? Come on, people. I want to see if she's a Wookiee. Oh, there is. Um, she is a Wookiee. Look. No, no, no. Look no. at her arms. She's no, a Wookiee. No. She's looking at your chest, <laughs> even. She's a Wookiee. <laughs> there she, is, I, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. She's a Wookiee. I'm calling it now. You think Empress Nest is a Wookiee? Yeah. Okay. I will literally bet you a dollar. Not joking. I'll take that bet. 
They're right. shaking hands. We're shaking now. hands. Yeah. <laughs> Great podcasting. Great podcasting. <laughs> um, there is another shot, another card of Emphasis Nest that I did not. Uh, now I'm telling you that I didn't. Oh, uh, no, I'm joking. Um, I think another card trader app image uh, that is full bodied. And I got to say, those the feet of Emphasis Nest look like human feet. Um, I mean, they're in he shoes. He was trying to tell you that. They're in shoes, but um, anyway. Okay, so. we'll make the bet after I see all the pictures. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's a really cool image of Moloch. Moloch, 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 uh, Moloch. Weird. We'll, we'll put these it's up cool. on the website. Look, oh, look Go to childrenoftheforest.com. It looks like he's in some kind of uh, chamber. Mm-hmm. And a really cool it's shot of the range troopers Ooh, on top of the convex. I don't think he works for Ooh, Dragon Ross. Oh, There's the hmm. Ewing. That's not an E-wing. Remember, it's a AT hauler. I don't care. Right? I'm calling it an E-wing. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it looks like yeah. an E. So a lot of really cool solo stuff. We'll put a lot of the images that we talked about. We'll put up on childrenoftheforest.com. Why not um, all of them? Well, some of the toy ones. I don't think we need to. But and the Empire one, you can just go to the magazine website to see those images. Uh, a really cool Mandalorian armor in the background of that shot of Dryden Voss. I should say it's kind of red Mandalorian armor. It looks like a little, um, there's some extra okay, stuff. Okay, Daddy, we already there's talked some... about Ooh, those. furry. Maroon. Looks furry in arms. Yeah, maybe like uh, some extra armor on the arms or something. Maroon. Yeah. So, all right. Well, now we're going to talk a little bit about The Last Jedi. Actually, not about The Last Jedi. We're talking about Ryan Johnson. Uh, so he talked to the LA Times about his new trilogy. Really? Yeah. Okay. He said, because they asked him, what's the deal? Uh, he said it's fun because it's kind of thinking, okay, outside of the Skywalker story and outside of the recognizable iconography, what is this? What is Star Wars? Or what do we need to retain from that to pull forward for it to still be Star Wars? And what can we leave behind? He, he was being so emotional at the end of the movie. Little lady, no. I'm making a whole new Star Wars trilogy. Oh, at the end of the documentary? Yeah. He was emotional? So Like, emotional. Not, not sure he was going to get a chance. Yeah, like, you know? little did He'd you never know. get to do it again, yeah. I want to watch the <laughs> movie with him talking. Oh, the commentary track? Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we should. Uh, we haven't done that yet. So, he says, they're all the big questions that need to be thought of. And even the ones that we don't know the answers to are things we need to figure out if Star Wars is going to be vital and alive moving forward and not just be a waxworks. We're going to have to figure out how to tell vital new stories. So waxworks means like a, like a wax museum, you know, where you can just go and see the same thing again and again. He wants it, like, how do you keep it fresh, right? What do you keep what can you leave behind for yeah. it to still be Star Wars? So this is a good question. It's a big question. What is, is Star Wars? What does Ryan Johnson need to keep in order for it to be Star Wars? What do you think, Anna? What what has to be there for it to be Star Wars? <sighs> well, there has to be the Legend of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. There has to be the Empire. Well, there has to be light and dark. Okay. Um, there has to be a few of the same species, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least a few. Hmm. Yeah. How about you, Liam? What do you think? Force, light and dark. The force, light Aliens. and dark. Aliens. So basically what I said. I mean, maybe a couple planets? Because, like, Coruscant is kind of a famous planet. Mm, you mean a couple planets we already know? Yeah. Like, oh. that are maybe mentioned? 
event. But they don't go to. We hmm. could go to the Battle of Tanab. We could go to Tanab. <laughs> we could go to Tanab. So could it be a small story about like an, some unknown planet we've never heard about and just the people on it? Yeah. And a story set on just one planet? Yeah. Yeah? That As would long, be Star Wars. Um, what would it have to have for it to still be Star Wars if it just took place on one planet and never left that planet? The Force. The Force? What else? Light and dark. Light and dark, yeah. Has to be the conflict of Star mm-hmm. Wars. So does does there need to be... Life. There has to be life. There has to be life on the planet. <laughs> there has to be life on the planet. It's just like shots are on the planet. Boom, 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 boom. Does there need to be a large galactic conflict? Does the story have to take place within this big galactic conflict? No. No, it doesn't. Okay. No. What if the but whole it does first have to have the rebellion versus conflict. the empire? No. It doesn't have to be. Okay. It what does have to have conflict? Well, sure. Of some sort, right? Yeah. 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 What if the whole first movie was only on one planet with one type of alien or just humans, and the last scene of that movie was like an alien invasion? And I was thinking about this last night. And and the next two movies show how a planet is like brought whether it wants to be or not, into the larger galactic culture, because we haven't really seen that yet, right? We know that there are planets out there that have native populations in Star Wars, and that they haven't maybe been contacted. Right, and maybe they haven't been... Well, sure, well, they're out there, but they've had contact with the the larger, you know, other people in the galaxy. What if the story was like, let's imagine there's a planet like Earth, and Earth gets brought into the larger galactic... Right? What if aliens came and said, hey, by the way, there's a galactic senate. Would you like to be part of it? Right? And what would we do if that happened? What would Earth do? You know? So what if we'd what either, if there was a story like that in Star Wars? We'd either go with them or we'd get some really nasty weapons. <laughs> like some really, really nasty weapons. And really what? nasty. We would... Our weapons? Yeah. To do what? Scare them away. Yeah, but you have a whole galaxy against one planet. How do you know they're the whole galaxy? They might not. It might be <sighs> one planet coming to yeah. us who just figured it out from oh, another one. Sure, but then word would spread. Hey, there's a planet out there. This is where it is. There's a bunch of people on it. They have they have had no contact with the outside galaxy, and their planet is full of resources. Have at it. Right? Yeah. I don't know. So, I am kind of hoping that he goes some somewhere like that, right? He'd build a bedrock layer. A bedrock layer. An, an atmosphere made of bedrock that they couldn't get through? We'd just make, like, a giant wall all around the Earth. Hmm. But made then of... the sun couldn't get in, and human life wouldn't thrive, <laughs> and then we'd all die. Okay, we'd hmm. make, like, this tiny window with, like, super thick glass that nothing could get through. Or wow. we could have like a giant glass. Are you glass are you saying build that wall, Liam? Are you want to build a wall? Yeah, I want to <gasps> build a wall over the whole world. <laughs> I want to build the wall mm. over the whole world. Mm. Yeah. 
Not not between <laughs> states. I think everyone on Earth should be free it's to. Basically the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. You, we don't want empire coming down to our world and blowing it up. Just You're like assuming they do that everybody who comes here is coming here for bad reasons. What no, if I'm. S- I said here? either we'll go with them. What if they're nice people? I did say either we'll go with them or we'll build a giant wall. Okay. Over okay. the whole wall. Thing. Over the whole thing. Will you guys be quiet? <laughs> I'm just riling you up. Yeah, okay. and 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 you're really riling these guys up too because they might just be. They might. Okay, how do I say this? They might have voted for Trump and want that. So just. <laughs> oh lordy, that's okay. I mean, we I'm shouldn't okay care, but we also should care. <laughs> okay, are you saying we should move on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So also in this story, um, it says, uh, as they were to his last Jedi ideas, Lucasfilm seems open to shaking up the Star Wars universe, according to Johnson. We need some directors who aren't white dudes, he said emphatically, in spite, yes. of, <laughs> in spite of Lucasfilm's track record to date of hiring only white male directors. And Kennedy knows it too. It just has to happen. I mean, come on. It has to happen. That's Ryan Johnson talking, of course. Well, he's not even a person of color. Or a woman. Or You're a woman. Right. And he 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 should have gave, gave it up and mm. gave a black woman well, a chance or something. Well, he, he's using his... He's a white man. Living in a white man's world. <laughs> but, but. So Jason Isbell yes, quotes. So Jason Isbell songs. So uh, Jason it's a musician's quote. Yeah, yeah. But, but, Anna. but he still cares. shouldn't, he should, he still cares about his job. Like, well, he wants to do this. Sure. And they hired him. Yes. So he's not going to give it up. And I'm going to make a lot of money. So. He's he's using his place of privilege to advocate for Lucasfilm hiring people who aren't like him in the future. Right? You're right. He could have said, no thanks, find someone else. But there's no guarantee that they would have, would have hired someone who wasn't a white male. Right? So... He's saying, yeah, I do want to make movies. I want to make these movies. He's not going to just drop out of making movies. He wants to make movies. And he wants to make Star Wars movies. So if they're going to ask him to do that, he'll say yes. But he's also using his place of privilege as a white male to advocate for people who aren't white males. So I understand what you're saying. much better than I did. No, it's okay. You said it great, too. Um, I get where you're coming from, Liam. And I feel that way, too, sometimes where, you know, should I just drop out of the workforce and leave a spot open for someone else who's not a white male to work, right? Mm, maybe, but I have to make money for myself too. So I'll use my position to try to, yeah, I I know you do, but I just wanted to kind of keep on rambling and talking until you stopped me. So you did, you stopped me. So, (laughs) um, so the article goes on to say he's optimistic about the company's willingness to push the established boundaries of its legacy franchise, both on screen and off. Johnson says, the thing is, I don't feel that the powers that be are pushing back on new or unprecedented stuff. Quite the contrary. I feel like Disney and Lucasfilm and Kathy are actively looking for filmmakers and voices that are going to push it forward because they know that's the only way it can stay alive. So that's, it's all good things. Um, it all sounds really good. We can only hope that that is indeed what is happening. And uh, it's only a matter of time. 
All right, let's head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song, yeah. The Canon News song, yeah. Yeah. So our Canon News today uh, comes to us from Aftermath Life Debt. And I was looking back in this book because... Um, Were you looking for Canon News? Why was I looking in this book? I, oh, <laughs> yes. I was looking in this book because I was wondering about that life debt thing. Because remember I mentioned either last episode or the episode before about how Chewie has a life debt to Han. And maybe it's because Han saved his life on that train. Yes. But then also that Han feels like he has a life debt to Chewie. And I was looking to make sure I was right. Basically, right? Like, did I remember that correctly? And I came across this passage that I think is very, very uh, appropriate and really... Uh, co- it goes to something that you said, Liam, uh, a few episodes ago about Chewbacca. And uh, I named the episode after Whoa! this. Yes! Yes! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say? Is what Chewbacca a pet or not? And what did you say? He was. Okay. So, <laughs> so here we go. Um, so in this book, uh, Han is looking for Chewie. Okay? They get separated, right? And Han's trying to find Chewie. And uh, and I'm going to read this excerpt because it tells us a lot about their history together. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it starts with a quote uh, Han is talking. And he's talking to um, Snap Wexley's mom, um, Nora, Nora Wexley, and her kind of team of, of special rebels, special forces kind of, right? All right. Chewie and me, we've been kicking around now for a long time. He's my partner. He's not just some sidekick. He's not a pet. (laughs) And he's darn sure not my slave. I changed the word darn from something else so you can imagine what it is. And he's darn sure not my slave. It's equal between us. We always split everything, you understand? We split our share of every job. We split our share of the injuries, too. And sometimes we take on each other's burdens. He's a Wookiee, right? Kashyyyk, that's where he comes from. That's his home. But it's not his anymore. I've been there. I've seen what the Empire has done. They ripped down the trees. They put cuffs and collars on all the Wookiees. Some of them they cut open. Others they ship, I know. Others, Others they ship off to work the worst jobs the Empire has on offer. They took his home from him. I can't abide that. I don't have a home anymore besides the Falcon, but him? He does. And he deserves to go home. He has a family too, you know. I saved him. At least that's what he says, the big fuzzy fool. But really, he saved me. I was on a bad path, and Chewie, he put me straight. Saved my shanks more than once, too. He said it was part of some life debt. He has a word for it, but if I tried to say it in his tongue, I'll probably strain something. Even if I can't say it, I know what it means. It means that he owes his life to me. But that's a hot cup of bantha spit, is what it is. He doesn't owe me. I owe him. I got a debt to Chewie to get him his home back. So when this chance came up, I leapt at it. So... He's not uh, a pet. So he's not a pet. He's not a pet. Not a pet. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't see that. My <laughs> eyes are closed. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so we... Uh, oh, oh no. He has a family too, so that's one more... Uh, well, one more. a big shot gangster or whatever. Maybe he's not right. Maybe he's lying. And No, he's to Han. So here's a question. What makes a pet a pet? Right? It's if someone considers that animal a pet, then that animal is a pet, right? Then that animal's theirs. Well, kind of, sure. But Han doesn't own Chewie. 
Yeah, he does. And Chewie can live uh, apart from Han and be totally fine, right? Han, uh, Chewie has his own no, family. No, he couldn't be fine because he and Han are best friends. Well, sure. He's not dependent on Han. Right, to live. For yeah, survival. Yeah, yeah. And most pets are dependent on the people who own him, own them for survival, right? Uh-huh. So, um, so there we go. But that also, you know, gives us a little bit of uh, backstory, and so maybe that whole excerpt from that book is going to uh, make more sense after we see Solo. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Um, but pretty cool either way. Yeah, and uh, a little more info we're going to get about Han and Chewie's past. Uh, Last Shot is coming out tomorrow as really? we record this, coming out on Tuesday. Uh, really looking forward to that. Yes, we're going to get yes, to see, yes. we're gonna get to see. I think, uh, Han and Lando before A New Hope. And then we're also going to get to see an adventure that they have after Return of the Jedi. So some good post-Return of the Jedi, pre-The Force Awakens awesome. stuff, which I always love to get. So... Yeah, I think that's uh, it's gonna be it for today, for this snowy day. If anyone has any Star Wars jokes, original jokes that they want to share with We're us, running low. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm my my joke factory is is out of <laughs> out of juice. Out of oil. Out of oil. What is Maz Kanata's oh. favorite but favorite thing to eat? What? Tacos. Hmm. Uh-huh. It's so funny. funny. It's funny because it sounds like Taco Donna. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it's funny. That's the reason, Daddy. Oh, no. Did you see how I called back to that inside joke that I said earlier in the show? That's what Liam it's did. It's funny because it sounds like Taco. Remember? I said that? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I don't I think didn't... that's why I said it, though. That's not why you said No, it's not. Wait, wait, wait. What is Han Solo's favorite thing to eat? What's Han Solo's favorite thing to eat? He, he likes sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> All right. Stay on target. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to episode 102 of Children of the Force. As always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force i just really i love that you do that and it always amazes me every month when i get that uh that patreon email that says that our patrons have their money is in the bank and uh it really helps with keeping the show running uh web hosting fees and all that stuff Um, i'm going to be you know purchasing last shot the book and reading it and talking about it on this show. And I would be less likely to buy that book if we did not get patron donations that help me, you know, fuel the show with content from books like Life Debt and like Last Shot. And uh, hopefully also patron donations are going to be helping us get to either Disney World or Disneyland once Lucasfilm finally announces when the next Star Wars celebration is going to be. And we can plan that hopefully and, and go and there, we'll be probably. you know doing Definitely. ton of content. We, ton of content yeah. coming from there. Maybe like, we'll even do like five episodes. Maybe from even just that. Maybe even getting up on the podcast stage if uh, if we can do that. That'd be awesome. We'll even do videos probably and take videos and post it on their website. Oh, oh yeah, videos definitely. on Twitter and definitely. on the website. Yes. Yeah. So it's gonna um, be like a great experience for you guys and for us. Yes, your Except patronage better for us because we're actually going in real life. <laughs> <laughs> totally better for us. Except better for us. Well, 
it's a once in a lifetime thing for us, and uh, your no, patronage, not. yes, it is. No, it isn't. And your patronage is going to help us get there. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter at Force Children. On Facebook, we are Children of the Force. Our email address is forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is www.childrenoftheforce.com. And head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we would love to play on the show or just record something on your phone and then email it to us at forcechildren at gmail.com. Either way, we'd love to have your voice on the show. Uh, just a short message telling us how awesome we are, or a long message yeah, that, that telling will do. us That'll do. how awesome we are. No, no, Either way. A short message <laughs> telling us how awesome we are, or a long message telling us how terrible we are. No, a very short message t- telling us just stuff that, stuff that doesn't, that, that does not need to be said, and a very long message telling us how awesome we are, because like that's the most important thing in the world, right? Yeah. Or a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet dudes. This kid jokes. I want jokes. Or a question for the question and answer council, right? Either way. Um, We would love to get you on the show asking those things. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to us. It really does help the show get in more people's ears, and we'd really appreciate it. All right, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the Force be with you.